Here's Johnny! Welcome to my nightmare. What's your favorite scary movie? <laughs> I do something weird like I don't know 2023 has just been such a freaking weird introduction thing for me because I always seem to forget something whether it's the background or whether us being in the show by the time we jump in but good evening everyone welcome back to Fear Freaks podcast my name's Brayden I'm Destiny and we are the Fear Freaks so I uh yeah I'm sorry for that super again awkward introduction I'm really trying to get better. I really don't understand what is going on with me as a human being, but I promise next week it will be, it'll, it'll be different. It'll be different. Okay? okay. But happy Wednesday. I hope that you guys are doing well and happy last week of March. Everybody. We are about to be in freaking April of 2023 already starting this upcoming Saturday. This Saturday, we are already in fucking April. That is crazy. Like, I can't believe how fast this year seems to be going. Like, we've already had some big movie releases and everything. We've literally already seen... We have surpassed Scream 6 on the year, everybody. Like, that's that's crazy. Uh, John Wick Chapter 4 just came out this past weekend. Um, if there's anyone in the chat here uh, that it has seen it, uh, do not post any spoilers on it. We have a, a new John Wick viewer in the, in the house right here. Um, but I hope that you guys are all doing well. Lamandre, Byron, Ashton, Russell, <clears throat> Russell, Ashton, Blu-ray addict. What's going on? Hope that you guys are all doing well. Um, so before we jump into Q and a, uh, we're going to do roll call really quickly. Uh, destiny, what is in your world of horror or just really in your world of movies? I should say from this last week. Well, really, it's two weeks because we didn't do a show last week. Shit, that's correct. So what's been going on? What's been happening? Not enough for a two-week period. I thought every time this happens, I'm like, two weeks? I'm going to come in there with so many movies. They're going to be like, wow. But instead, I have six movies. Um, Wait, no. I have five. Okay, so I watched The Birds for the first time for Back from the Dead. Am I yelling? No. I had my music in my ear. And I had it up really loud, so I felt like I was screaming. So I watched The Birds. Thought it was okay, but I watched it for Back from the Dead. Thought it was fine. Um, not, you know, the biggest fan, but whatever. I also watched Tenebrae. I have so many Italian horror movies I need to watch. So I'm trying to slowly work through those. So I watched Tenebrae, and I really enjoyed that one a lot. I watched Wolf Cop with Matt for our show that we do. Um, I was not a fan. At one point, it literally turns into porn. Okay, we are making jokes beforehand, like, oh, the porn parody would be Wolfcock. Okay, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, hi. and then the scene starts playing out, and I was like, there doesn't need to be a parody, mm-hmm. a porn parody. This is it, and I was just like, what are we watching right now? So, but I watched it. And then I watched Knock at the Cabin, right? Yeah, Knock at the Cabin, which I liked. I thought it could have used a lot more on-screen violence. Um, 
there wasn't a whole lot. So I was a little disappointed in that because I feel like it would have really like sold the effectiveness of it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did enjoy that movie. And then not horror, but I watched the first John Wick movie, which I did enjoy. I am not an action person like at all. That's a huge genre that I am just like blind to right now. Um, but I did watch John Wick and I enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, I just need to work through the rest of them now. Heck yeah. Heck yeah. It sounds like a, a star list. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. For these last couple weeks, I've kind of not really watched too many, not anything really in terms of like horror. Like I, I watched, um, I mean, I've gone to the theater a couple times these last few weeks. I saw Shazam a few weeks ago. I did see John Wick this past week. And uh, last week, I pretty much just watched quite a few of the John Wick films leading up to John Wick 4. So, you know, that's pretty much all that's been going on. It's kind of like, and I mean, if you guys have seen the movie, you guys got to listen to the soundtrack now. Because like, I just have that shit on like repeat. Like, I'll be driving on the fucking highway and I've just got a few of those songs playing. And I feel like I'm going to get pulled over. And if the cop yeah. walks up to my window and he just like, you know, knocks on my window and says, roll it down. Be like, do you, he's going to be like, do you know why I pulled you over? I'm going to be like, is it because I was speeding to John Wick? He's going to be like, no, I'm giving you a pass because you were because <laughs> you were speeding to John Wick. <laughs> like that That's like a, a dream scenario of mine is that I'm just listening to this super epic soundtrack and that I get pulled over and the cop lets me off with a warning because of just how epic the soundtrack was that I was listening to that he's familiar with. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, feel yeah. I, I feel like when I say this out loud, it's like. No, I'm sure that would definitely happen. I mean, hey, you know, uh, a couple of my buddies that were working on the uh, the Charles fan film um, that came out last year, they were filming one night. And this is before, like, Chucky was, like, being revived as a TV series and everything. But they were uh, they were filming that one night and they were driving home. They got pulled over because Charles, the trailer had, like, 800,000 views or something like that on, on YouTube. And they got pulled over late at night on their way home. And my buddies tell me this story. And... They had the Chucky doll in the back seat and all their filming props and everything. And he was like, are you guys working on that fan film Charles that's around here? Apparently it was like in the paper, like in the area and stuff. And they were like, yeah, we are. He goes, oh, dude, I'm so fucking excited for that movie. And he fucking let him go because they were filming all day and everything. Like, I'm like, that's awesome. Like, <laughs> imagine getting let off with a warning. I mean, granted, it's late at night. They're all probably beat to shit. They're tired and everything. But yeah, just let them go with a warning. So, um, great story. I know, right? I thought so. I thought it was. Was I cutting out or something like that? Is that why you said that? No, it was a great Uh, story. It was being sincere. I don't think you were. Chat, what do y'all think? You guys think she's being sincere? I sense maybe. Oh my God. Do you know that video of the the girl? She's a waitress, and this guy sitting there saying he's not paying for the food. And she's like, You like ate all of it. And then, and she, and he's on live. So they're on live on like Instagram. And then she takes out her earpiece because she's waitressing and goes, let's ask the audience. Oh my <laughs> and it's God. so fucking funny. Let's ask the audience. And he let's did eat all, like, all that food. He did? He was just trying to start shit, but it was so funny. Wow. That, iconic. Let's ask the audience. I thought I was being sincere, but. 
I don't know. You sounded kind of sarcastic, but maybe that's just how you normally sound. That's all. It's just your normal tone. Like, you know, that, that's just it. And there's nothing wrong with that. It's just who you are as a person. It's okay, though. It's okay. Yeah. Uh, Denise, what's going on? How are you? Welcome in. Glad to have you here. Chad has a question. Is it better to be endearing or annoying? Jess, what do you think? I think it's better to be endearing. But I think that you are annoying. There it is. There you go, Chad. There's the tone. See, it's the same tone as the last time. So you know, <laughs> it's just how she sounds. Guys, we're getting our conclusion that we needed. We're getting there. We're getting there. It's okay. All right. Um, I'm going to say I, I think it's better to be annoying because you can get out of situations quicker if you're annoying. So, you know, if you're annoying, people ain't going to want to talk to you. But is that... I'll I take mean, annoying all day. I'm taking annoying. It's like all day. selective annoyingness. You're gonna say if you're annoying all the time, yeah, maybe you don't want to talk to some people, but then ain't no one want to. No one's gonna want to talk to you. So. Mm. The fluff says that the first is actually the best John Wick. So, I mean, I'm glad that you have that opinion. But actually, on my ranking that I posted. I actually have the first one in the last place. But that's just me. Chapter, like my ranking, I'm going to share it right now. My ranking for the John Wick movies literally goes chapter four, chapter two, chapter three, chapter one. And I couldn't believe that, honestly. Like, I'm like sitting there. I was like actually doing that list. And I was like, what in the fuck? I'm like, how is the first movie in last place? I don't think there's ever been a list, not a singular list that I've done where the first movie's been in, in last place. No. No. That is pretty crazy. Which just makes me excited, though, because if I like that one, because I gave that, like, four stars, I want to say. So, I gave that one four stars. Mm-hmm. And that's your last place, not saying, you know. But there's a chance I'll like the other ones even more. Yeah, I mean, I think... Um, I think after the, because I was looking at when I was putting my letterbox list together, I put my ranking on Letterboxd, and I think that, because I, I did reviews for all of them on Letterbox too, so I had my star ranking. So yeah, the first one I gave four stars as well, and then after that, chapter two got four and a half, chapter three got four and a half, and chapter four got five. So, you know, like that, it, it had a perfect rating. I didn't see anything wrong with chapter four, so... I'm definitely most excited to get to chapter four. Mm-hmm. But you got to just, en- honestly, all of them are entertaining though. Cause like you said, if you like the first one, they just get bigger and just more insane as they go on. So um, they really do a great job with utilizing the budget. And the fourth one just feels the biggest. And I, I'm not even going to, I don't even want to get into it. Cause I feel like I'm going to say too much and you know, I'm already getting excited just like thinking about it. But I'm excited uh, for Bill Skarsgård. Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, and I know a lot of he he stole a lot of the ladies' hearts in Chapter Four because he's in a suit in literally every scene, and every suit is different. So he stole my heart in it. Full getup and everything. I was like, well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, 
Blu-ray Attic says, yeah, so they do have the spinoff TV series, The Continental, which is coming out later on this year. It's either later this year or it's later next year. And then they also actually have a, a movie, a spinoff movie already coming out next. It's either next spring or summer. It's called Ballerina. It stars Ana de Armas. Holy fuck. And um, Keanu Reeves, uh, John Wick himself, is going to make an appearance. Apparently, it's supposed to take place in between chapters two and three or three and four. One of the two. I'm not really too sure. Um, but it's a I don't know. Remind me, did the first one have did you see a ballerina in the first one at all or no? Okay. No. Okay, so that comes in in either two or three. But yeah, they have um, another uh, movie coming out. And so that stars Anna de Armas, Keanu Reeves, and Norman Reedus, who I think is playing the villain. And I am super excited to see Norman Reedus in something outside of The Walking Dead. So, you know, that, that makes me very excited. Um, but, uh, but yeah, okay, we're going to move on from John Wick now because... I will start getting way too in depth about this. Um, Denise has a question. How many times did you guys watch Scream 6? I love this movie more than Halloween Ends. Destiny, you've only seen it twice, right? Yeah, I've only seen it twice. I would like to see it more, but at this point, I'll probably wait till it comes out for like streaming or, you know, when I'm going to buy it. Yeah. Um, but I've only seen it twice, and I definitely love it way more than Halloween Ends. Yeah, same. I, I've seen it twice. Uh, I too like it a lot more than Halloween Ends. Um, I mean, there there are some things that I like more about Scream than I do Halloween. Even though Halloween is my favorite horror film ever, Scream obviously Destiny and I, I feel I think Destiny and I is is that still the case or is Scream like now like your number? No, isn't Scream's your number one? Right? Scream's Over my number one horror movie i know it's your favorite movie of all time but is it like horror movie as well yeah okay gotcha so yours yeah. is like yours is right under hollow so we just have opposite i thought that we were the same but no yeah ours is like reversed gotcha. but halloween's halloween is like my fourth favorite movie horror movie so it's not like my number two but then scream and halloween those are the two franchises that are my favorite as well yeah yeah so Mine is always going to be Halloween, but like it's it Scream is right there. But yeah, Scream 6 definitely. I feel like that Scream is just being more taken care of than Halloween was. But I feel like it also works with Scream too, because like Scream had good, like even Scream 6 had some good jokes in it. The jokes actually landed. They didn't seem like over the top, like, you know, cringe or anything. But also Scream is a one of those franchises that has always embedded comedy within it you know so mm -hmm. it's kind of like it worked and i feel like with halloween like sure there could be funny moments but i feel like that it was way too tongue-in-cheek or they tried to do it like way too tongue-in-cheek i didn't really like that very much so um mud what's going on how's it going uh Blu-ray addict favorite sitcom mine's the office destiny what is your favorite sitcom right now my favorite sitcom is bob's burgers but my favorite i guess like live action sitcom would be that 70s show okay absolutely that's yeah that you do talk about that 70s show a lot 
Because um, it's so good. It is so good. I know. I do got to watch that. I don't know how you have Because I, I just feel like growing up, that was always on at my house. Like playing in the living room. Mm-hmm. But like it's just it's something I've watched for years, but it's definitely it's so good, except for the last two seasons. The oh. last two seasons are not good. The last two seasons aren't. It yeah, like two seven's like seasons? watchable. Seven's watchable. Eight's like, bro. Oh my god, I don't. I can't say anything. But it's like, y'all dropped the ball. Why are these people together? The very last episode though is good and it, i will cry every time i watch it every single time i will ball my eyes out but yeah the whole like last season is just so not great damn well so you're gonna you're telling me that you're gonna get me on board for six seasons just to be disappointed by seven and eight that's honestly kind of crazy but it's those six seasons are so worth it though they are so worth it especially the first like couple of seasons, I love them <laughs> so much. But um, there's still funny moments. It's just it's when a show is like run its course, but they're still like trying to go, and it's like y'all should have ended it at a perfect spot, and they didn't. So that's what it is. Them just trying, and so and then characters are making stupid decisions. The people that end up together makes me so angry because it's like no, this was. No, but it's still worth it. It is so worth it. Okay. I like that. My favorite sitcom of all time, it's New Girl. I I love New Girl. New Girl is like my feel-good show. It's like I'll have it on just like around the house if I'm just like hanging out or if I'm laying in bed just to have something on in the background. Like New Girl is definitely always on. Um, now I will say, uh, that the office is great. I do like the office a lot. It's got a lot of really great, funny moments and even really good lighthearted moments too. Um, but I would say in terms of like sitcoms, like it would probably go new girl as number one parks and rec to the office number three. Um, and I would, I'll say out of like all the endings, like I'd say that the office probably has the best ending out of the three, but um, I still just like in terms of like the quality of the overall show and the jokes, it's new girl parks and rec the office for me. So, yeah, mine would definitely be probably Bob's burgers. Cause that is the one I watch every mm-hmm. day. So Bob's burgers, that 70 show parks and recreation Holliston the Adam Green like horror comedy mm-hmm. show. Love that, even though it's only two seasons. It's so just like you can binge that in a day. It's so easy to watch and it's really funny too. Mm-hmm. Um so that's definitely one of my favorites too. I don't watch a whole lot of like TV series though. I like The Office. I've watched a couple of episodes, but I've never watched The Office really. Um besides like a few things. Friends never really watched friends except a couple of episodes so there's like a lot of sitcoms i watched most of the goldbergs oh my god modern family i'm dumb modern family modern family is above parks and recreation i love that show from start to finish it is so good and the ending i was sobbing (laughs) 
per usual, but it was really bad. It was like a really bad sob. <laughs> see, so I've like, I can see where Modern Family like is definitely great. Like I haven't finished Modern Family though. I've never watched it all the way through. Like, you know, so I mean, I can't really determine how good that is compared to the others. But I do like from everything I've seen with Modern Family, I do laugh a lot. Like when I, oh when God, I, it's so, I good. so um like, whenever I was in high school, my uh, Friday routine, if I did not work, was to because uh, my mom worked nights. And so I would stay home with my brothers. And so um, Friday nights, I would come home from school and Friday nights, they are doing a Modern Family Marathon every Friday, every single Friday. I would come home. At like 3.30 and just binge Modern Family until I would fall asleep. And that would be like 1 a.m. So I would just watch it for almost 12 hours just. Heck yeah. And I loved every second of it. Like I would enjoy just Friday be like I cannot wait to go home and just watch so much Modern Family. But it is so good. And the ending's really good. And they have this whole episode at the very end where they're just like going from like start to like the end and like production stuff and. I once again sobbed. It was just and like they're still friends. Like they're all still friends and like a real like family. It makes me emotional every time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. No. I mean, I I do want to finish that for sure eventually. Um. But every time I feel like I start a new sitcom, I make my I loop my way back to New Girl, just watching that that over and over again. So, <laughs> um. Let's see here. What else we got? Uh, Russell says, "Is the final nightmare in pre-production? We are current. We are currently in pre-production right now. Yes, uh, we do have a couple of our locations secured. Um, there's some that we're going to have to probably hold off on until next year, but we're really planning right now as to how we want to tackle this production." Um, because doing this is kind of hard and you have to think a lot about how you're going to go about this as, especially as an independent filmmaker. Um, so there, there's a lot of stuff that there's a lot of exciting stuff I should say. And there's a couple delays that we're waiting on right now um, to move forward with. And I'm just being transparent with you guys. Um, but yes, we are currently in pre-production and there will be a lot of exciting updates up and coming. And I promise you, it will be worth the wait. That is all I will say. Um, let's see here. Uh, Ashton says Friends is his favorite sitcom. Friends is Friends is definitely a solid one. Mud says we need to remake Prowler, but they still need to film it in my hometown. Get Tom Savini back for the FX. Yes, because I watched the Prowler. And I had, of course, I'd seen the kill count beforehand, but I did watch the movie. And, um, like, the kills in it are so good. These, like, probably have the best, like, overall effects and, like, realistic effects for, like, an 80s slasher movie. Every kill is amazing, and it's so just, like, nasty. But everything else in between the kills, it's really slow-paced. Not a whole lot is going on. The kills is what makes it worth it, and I guess, like, the very end. Because it's like, what the fuck? But everything else, I was just like, eh. So, if they did a remake and then obviously filmed it there and had Tom Savini back, yeah. And, like, really amped up the movie. 
it was just so slow. It was just like a lot of walking back and forth. Have you seen it? I figured. That's all right. That's when he's like, you know what? I figured. You fucking yeah. you trash ball. Like, but it's, you know, it's all right. It's okay. I wouldn't say rush to watch it. I mean, it's on Tubi right now. I'm looking at. I'm looking at it. It's uh. So that's that's definitely something. Oh god! It would have been a good movie to watch around like Valentine's Day, even though it's not really Valentine's Day. It has to do with like, like um, love and like military people and coming back and you know shit like that. So there's like hearts associated with it and shit. But yeah, there's. Have you ever seen Madman? That movie is so. F- Wait, didn't we talk about this? Yeah, because my dad. It's your he, dad. He literally was hyping it the fuck up one day when we were at the house. He was like, he was like, "Nah, dude, you know it's a great fucking movie, Madman. He, it's Madman Mars, like, yes. uh, but, but it's just called Madman." And he was like, <laughs> "Look, he was like, is that streaming on anything?" And. So like we watched the trailer one night and he's like he's sitting there he's in the chair he's hyping it up looking at the TV he goes nah dude I swear nah dude I swear it's good it's good I'm just like I don't know dad this looks this looks pretty bad like he was like nah dude this was the shit when it came out so what are your thoughts on Madman because I haven't seen it but I do want to watch it dude no <laughs> that movie because like you know I will I like Hack a Lantern. I like Hack a Lantern, okay? I feel like that's saying something. My standards for some of these movies are not very high. But what does Hack a Lantern have? It has entertainment value. It is so bizarre that it's fun to watch. Fucking uh, Madman? No. That movie is so boring because they're just walking in the woods. They're just walking. There's a part when they're in like a hot tub pool thing and they're just spinning back and forth. And there's a part where they're singing, and I think they're singing as it's also overlaying with them spinning in the fucking pool. And it's a lot of walking in the woods. You can't see anything. The kills are not good. I'm so sorry to your dad, but, like, that movie was so boring. And I was, like, skipping. And I hate doing that. I really try not to. But I was sitting there every 10 seconds. Nothing's going on. Keep going. Dialogue does not matter. It was, like, painful to get through. But I was going to do it. I was going to finish this movie You're so like, I could add I'm it to my to finish this. It's okay. I'm, I'll am i probably end up watching it with him, and he's going to freaking be, like, super ecstatic when we start it because he loves that damn movie for whatever reason. Like, I mean, he hasn't seen it. Now, he hasn't seen it in a long time. So, like, because he was like, yeah, dude, it used to scare the shit out of us, like, when we were kids or whatever. I'm like, wow. Like, that's that's crazy. I promise you he's going to be watching and be like, this probably not... Pro- probably because now he is more critical on on movies and stuff like that nowadays um so yeah he's probably gonna watch it and be like what the fuck like but either that yeah. or he's just gonna either that or he's just gonna laugh hysterically and just be like dude I, like he's like this is awesome but it's like one of those like laughable good time movies like yeah you know? that's like um that's like uh whatever growing up when we i would go to my dad's house we would always watch urban legends bloody mary 
Mm-hmm. And it used to scare me as a kid, like, because she was freaking scary looking, and Bloody Mary really scared me. Um, still will not do it. So that shit really scared me. And um, we watched it every time I was there. So we've seen it so many times. And then one day I just bought it and it came in and I watched it as soon as it did. And I was watching it and I was like, this is absolutely awful. And so for my birthday, for mine and my sister's birthday, really, I went over there and I took the movie and we all watched it. We were just laughing. I was like, I cannot believe we used to just watch this on like repeat. I couldn't believe it. Because it is so bad. But it's it's one of those things, just like watching and be like, wow. Times have changed. Times have definitely changed. But it's still good to like relive. You no, know? honestly, like I, that's kind of how I feel like with the American remake of The Grudge, the, the 2005 one. Um, yeah. 2004. 2004. Yeah, 2004. Whoops. Um, I think I could be wrong. So um, when I saw that movie in theaters, man, I had fucking nightmares for like six months. Like I couldn't sleep. I would always just imagine the shadow of the fucking woman walking down the goddamn hallway and uh like i for some reason i thought that when i got in bed it was smart for me to sleep i, I was like i'm so i'm putting my bed on the floor not higher i was a stupid ass kid i'm like i'm putting my bed on the floor she's never gonna get me and my mom's like if you thought she was gonna get you wouldn't you want to put it higher and i was like that's a good point i'm getting a bunk bed and i'm putting my bed higher like so i was just so scared of that movie i, I was watching it like sometime like i think it was last year and I was watching it. I just like it didn't have the same effect. Like the sound and everything like that is still creepy. The score of that movie is definitely still creepy. But like overall, I was just kind of like, eh, like this isn't this doesn't have the same impact now that I am older. But I just remember when I was a kid, that is the first movie that genuinely gave me fucking nightmares. Like I'm talking couldn't sleep, couldn't go downstairs alone at night, nothing. Like I was so scared. So Yeah. That's also how I feel about Darkness Falls. Even though I do think that whole opening scene is still effective. It's still creepy. But the rest of the movie is not nearly as good as like that whole opening segment. And the rest of it's just not scary. Like that first scene really messed me up as a kid. It really stuck with me. It's up my and then it just like is such a letdown the rest. And so when I got older, I rewatched it and I was like, yeah, no, this is not as good as I remember, except for the opening. The opening's fucking scary. Yeah, and I will say, isn't it kind of disappointed? Like, if you're trying, if you're introducing a movie to somebody that you were like, say that you got super scared as a kid, you haven't seen it since you were a kid, but you're excited to watch it now with somebody you haven't seen it in so long, but you're now excited to see their reaction to see if they get scared, and then you're kind of like watching it, and you're just like, this fucking sucks. Or this just isn't scary. Like I've yeah. had I've had a couple times like where that's happened where I've introduced like a like now friend of mine like that I didn't know when I was a kid like we didn't watch it together or anything but um introducing somebody to a movie and I'm like oh wow this is just not a-. I'm like I'm sorry did I say that this was no good? for real <laughs> when you're like watching it and you realize it's not good you're just like who put this on who. Whose idea was this? Yeah, I'm like, why did you suggest this, dude? Like, <laughs> for real. But then you know, we liked like Jaws four growing up. Yeah, it's true. 
That's true. I thought it was a masterpiece as a kid. I thought I was it was like, freaking. Hey. I said it's a Jaws movie. Of course it's good. <laughs> yeah, How exactly. dare you? <laughs> exactly. And now you look at it and you're like, <sighs> you're like still enjoyable, still enjoyable. I don't still but, keep you know. watching it, but <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, Ashton, have you guys finished the uh, season one of The Last of Us? As someone who has played both of the games, it was everything I wanted and more. Um, I have finished it. I too have played both of the games. I love the games. I think that they are both absolute masterpieces. Anybody that doesn't like The Last of Us Part Two, please replay it. Give it another chance. Don't be biased because you just love Part One, uh, and certain things happen in Part Two. But um, yeah, just uh, I I loved both of the games, and season one of The Last of Us is fucking phenomenal. Um, I mean, it's it's everything. So I, I very much enjoyed it. And we have our now daddy of the internet, Pedro Pascal, who did an absolutely amazing job as Joel. Um, I mean, I know that there were some people saying like, oh, like that's not the best casting. No, he was perfect casting. Absolutely perfect. Looked the part and everything. And I'm all for daddy uh, Pascal. So, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> um, him getting that role is one of the best things happened to, I think, everyone. Mm -hmm. literally everyone for like he's still on my tiktok a lot but before that it was a, just a bunch of like eddie munson stuff and then that and i didn't even watch because i so i did not play either games and i've only still watched the first two episodes i'm going to finish it. it's it's just when you know something is about to like absolutely fucking wreck you you're just like damn I'm not in a rush to watch it because I know it's going to fuck me up. So I'm just like, oh, yeah, I'll get to it. But I'm not ready. I'm not ready. I'm not ready for episode three. I'm really not. Because I know. I know. Mm. I'm. That's the episode that's going to make me cry. I haven't yeah. cried yet. But this episode's going to freaking do it. I know it. But um, I do want to watch it, though. I really do want to catch up. I would, want to do it one day when I was off. Passed out, so that didn't happen. But... um. I'm excited to finish it whenever I do because I really do want to finish it. I'm just nervous. Yeah, no, it's uh, it, it, it's great. I'm excited to see where the did you just did you just cut out? You did. You're fine you just, now. Okay, you just cut out too. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm excited to see where they're going to uh, take season two because there were some differences with the the game and the show, which is what I like. I like the creative differences that they that they do. Okay. But um, yeah, like like you were saying, the the greatest thing to happen to all of us was Pedro getting cast as as Joel. Um, just, a, just a quick, quick side story, just like with a TikTok I saw, but I think my favorite TikTok that I saw of daddy Pascal is gotta be when someone, someone handed this kid a coffee and it said, warning, this is incredibly hot. And he goes, what do you mean? It's hot. So he opens the lid and it's, I'm your daddy. Oh, fuck. <laughs> yes. I fucking, I'm your daddy. I absolutely love those. I Any think of those like weird edits. Where they turn into like thirst edits, yeah. And there's that classic one with that the like so you can scream my name as loud as you want to, sugar. That edit, life changing. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Metalect, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Um, Fachi, what's going on? How's it going? Uh, let's see here. I see some people commenting on the Prowler. Um, uh, Blu-ray says that he's only seen it once and thought it was okay. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, dude, I'd love to sit down. I gotta watch a lot of these. Uh, I got, I have a lot of first-time watches and everything that I gotta sit down and and do, which I'm excited to do. I've been actually trying to watch a lot more new stuff lately. Um, the mutilator, uh, the mutilator. Sorry, I, I I butchered that for a second. The mutilator. I actually like that movie. I like that one a lot. Okay, you've seen the mutilator. I have. I love the mutilator. So, so just not, not great, but that's what makes it wonderful. Exactly. Fall break. Come on now. Now that's going to be stuck in my head. <laughs> yeah. I, I'd like to do some like watch alongs for these too. I think that would be kind of fun to like start incorporating some like watch alongs. Like we could do like live commentaries. I know we've seen some people in the chat say that there are things that they would like us to watch. I know. Speaking I have a list. Up, yeah, I know. Speaking of which, uh, Missile and I were texting earlier, and he said we should do a watch along for John Wick Chapter Two. <laughs> he was like, he was like, you got to do. He was like, no, 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 you got to do a drink along. And I told him, like, I was telling him, <laughs> I was like, in our uh, like our chat is literally right here, and I was like, that would be fun. I said, drink for everybody, <laughs> everybody dropped, and I was like, I might need a paramedic to be outside my apartment building. <laughs> There's literally no way I could do that. There is no, no way. If anybody can make it through a drink along to John Wick dropping as many bodies as he does, I mean, even in the first movie, it's crazy. Like you just you can't do it. Like no, you just can't. We're, we're dead. We are so, dead. Um, but yeah, I would definitely like to start doing like watch alongs and everything. Um, so chat, if there's anything that you guys would like to see watch along wise, maybe this year, whatever comment them and we will add them to the list if they are not on the list already yeah uh brett man what's going on uh driving but listening dungeons and dragons uh go see it in theaters i've actually heard pretty decent things about it shockingly i thought that that movie was going to be absolutely terrible so um that uh that honestly kind of makes me happy that it's not going to be super absolutely terrible so, yeah, I thought okay. the trailer looked kind of fun-ish. Not really my thing. But I like Stranger Things, so that has to do with Dungeons & Dragons. So. There you go. Maybe. So may maybe you'll actually give this one a chance. Um, Ashton, I'm so happy that you like The Last of Us Part 2. I'm so glad that you're on the train that actually very much likes it. Um, Ashton also says, I agree, Des. I rewatched Darkness Falls like a year ago, and it wasn't at all what I remembered. Yeah, like everything after that opening and then until the very end, like the rest of it is just like filler, like nothing, nothing really happens. There's a part where the kid's getting like an MRI done. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Uh, let's see here. Uh, so speaking of Jaws, so this is actually a fun fact. And eventually, whenever we cover this, I will bring this up again. But Michael Caine. So, yeah, he did it for the paycheck, bought it, paid for a summer home. And he literally 
could not accept his Oscar win in person due to his work on this movie. He was working on this movie during Oscar season, could not accept his Oscar in person. That's crazy. So, you know, but if, hey, if this movie paid paid for a summer home, I guess, you know, why not, right? He got to do way on the plane. You were also in the Bahamas. Yeah, and they were on the Bahamas. Tell me if that's where they were. I don't know if that's where they were, actually. There you go. Movie took place during Christmas. Uh, There's a lot of... um, There's just a lot of weird stuff about Jaws the Revenge. I'll I'll break it down whenever we talk about it, but yeah. No, you know it's a weird movie? Cruel Jaws. You've seen that one? No, I haven't, actually. It's like... Some people group it in with, like, the Jaws franchise because it is called Cruel Jaws. And it is, like, it's not connected. And it's not, like, a retelling of any of the Jaws movies or anything. But some people consider it, like, I guess, like, a spiritual sequel in a way. Um, So bad. It is so bad. I was, like, not even just, like, story-wise. Like, it was, like, technically awful. The dialogue wasn't matching um someone would be talking and there would be like nothing coming out and i was like what the fuck and it was boring it was so boring i watched that last year and i cannot tell you one thing that happens jesus yeah i feel like there have been some decent shark movies i'd actually like to cover a few of them as we lead up to the meg 2 which is supposed to come out this year um I was personally a big fan of the first Meg movie. It was a lot more fun than I thought it was going to be, but I also love Jason Statham. I'll watch anything that he's in purely because the dude just kicks major fucking ass, and he's a he's one of the best action stars, I'd say. Um, I think that, uh, and it was him versus a fucking Megalodon. I'm like, sign me the fuck up. And, uh, yeah, I thought it just, it it was a fun time. So I'm, I'm curious to see how they're going to handle a sequel for that movie. Um, I know I just saw I glitched like for whatever reason, I'm like, what the heck's going on? Um, that really, uh, I hate when shit like that happens. Cause all I can think about is unfriended when anytime there's a glitch, I'm like, it's happening. I know it is. It's finally our turn. Um, what were we talking about? Shark movies. I would, yeah, I would love to, um, cause I love shark movies. I freaking love shark movies. It's just so many of them are not good, but I do love them. Even some of the bad ones. You okay? Yeah. Okay. I was just making sure. Um, yeah, no, I definitely think that there are, uh, good, uh, there's good and bad shark movies, but, um, yeah, for the most part, they're, they've been pretty damn bad. I mean, The Shallows was good, I thought, um, I mean, fucking Blake Lively and a freaking great white shark, like, are you kidding me? Sign me up. Um, 47 meters down. See, I didn't really like that movie all that much. Okay, well, whatever. What is it with you and Johannes Roberts? You have like a beef with them or what? I mean, apparently I do. (laughs) Apparently, I just don't like any of his movies, apparently. (laughs) Apparently. um, Do you know that video of the boy 
Apparently, I've never been on live television before. No, I don't know that video. No? Because apparently, I'm oh. also uncultured, so. Yeah, he's... Apparently, Emily, I don't know what all he says, but it's so cute. Watch the Powerball. Um, but, yeah, I like 47 Meters Down. I did not like Uncaged, though. I thought Uncaged was really bad, and I was quite disappointed. Um, Bait, Bait, I think, is it's not like a, a great shark movie, but it's a fun one. Um, open Water is boring. It is so boring. It's boring, but it's also like that's like a terrifying fear of a lot of it people. is. Like, like the story is really good. And I don't think it's a bad movie, but it's incredibly boring because they're just sitting there. Well, floating there, really. But yeah. I can't think of really any other shark movies besides the Jaws movies. Dude, Ghost Shark, obviously. Ghost Shark, Ouija Shark, Land Shark. Three-headed shark attack, Malibu shark attack, two-headed shark attack, and it keeps going. Toxic shark. It literally does keep going. They all come to me now. I mean, it literally goes, and then they have the fucking mecha shark versus, uh, there's the versus movies. What the hell does he fight? Uh, Is it like the octopus one? Yeah, I think so. I think it's like mecha shark versus like mecha, like mecha post or some shit like that. I don't fucking know. (laughs) Yeah. I've, I've no idea but all i know is that those are absolutely insane um with a zero zero care in the world you can just go into that drink and have so much fun with them that's right brett man we do have to watch zombie land i would actually like to do zombie land one and two so i have not seen the second one you, you haven't seen double tap uh-uh what oh my god no I mean, you get a pass on that because <clears throat> it's newer, but, you know, and here I am seeing not, not seeing movies that I should have probably seen growing up as I've immersed myself as a horror lover. Um, but I also know that you don't see uh, every movie that that exists. So No, unfortunately um, not. Bretman gave 4.25 for Dungeons & Dragons. That's a pretty solid rating. I'm not going to lie. That is, uh, that's solid. If it gets over a four, wow. I'm actually That shocked. is good because um, it's always nice to have movies like that. Turn your brain off, just go and just have a fun time. Like, you're not looking for anything else. And, like, because, like, I love doing that with horror movies, but then uh, in horror movies, sometimes you're like, oh, fuck, what if this person dies or, like, whatever, which I'm sure people can die in that. But just have a movie to where you don't even have, like, a connection to it just to go in and just, like, wow. This does not affect me like at all. It's a it's so nice to just watch a movie like that. Yeah, I mean, it is very nice, and honestly, it's just even double nice when you go into a movie that you just think is going to be absolutely terrible. Like I thought that this looked awful, and the fact that it's actually getting decent reviews, I'm just like, okay, maybe don't actually judge it based on anything other than seeing it because you know looks like i'm gonna have to see this one so i know i kind of do want to i don't know who the fuck is gonna want to go see dungeons and dragons maybe my friend diana because she also liked eddie munson like girl remember 
Dungeons and Dragons. You're gonna be like Eddie Munson played Dungeons and Dragons. So therefore, he would like this movie. I would imagine. Oh, I bet Eddie would love this movie. I'm sure. If he was alive to see it, he should have been the voiceover. That actually really bothers me. They do a voiceover, like one of those classic voiceovers, and you're not gonna get Joseph Quinn after he just did a voiceover for a Dungeons and Dragons type game or whatever. Makes no sense. Yep, they they did do that in the in the theater, and at the end they're like Dungeons and Dragons, honor among thieves, like Yeah, just like hearing him say it though, yeah. I would have like freaked the fuck out because I would have known that voice. I'm like, yes. But unfortunately it's not. You'd have been like, who is that? Sorry. Oh my god, this is correct. Tommy Wiseau <laughs> has a fucking big shark coming out. It is in select theaters this year. So I'm in Phoenix. My sister lives in Burbank and it's going to be in theaters in LA June 2nd and 3rd. And I am debating hardcore drive out to LA to see big shark on the big screen. Should I do it? I've, I technically, I could just stay with Maggie. So, I mean, technically the only thing I'm going to be paying for is gas. So, and I drive a small enough. I drive a small enough car to where I can get there on like my full tank can actually get there. I just need to fill up as soon as I pulled in, but uh, into Burbank, but I normally go half like halfway, like, and then I fill up. So yeah, but yeah. Um, will it be worth it? No, Dude, you get to see big shark on the Look, big screen. Will the movie be worth it? Mm, like, will it actually be worth it? No. But would it be worth it? Yes. Yes, because we'd probably... I, I would bring Maggie. We would go get annihilated and then go see it. So That would be a good time. Yeah, exactly. You know, and you get a... Like, the drive to LA is kind of peaceful, too. Like, it, it's it's very nice just to... I, I like to drive. So, like, five hours. Like, I can make a five-hour trip and just be like... I like the silence sometimes. Like, I... I start it and I'm blasting music. Like I'm like, fuck yeah. And then about like midway through, I'm like just enjoying the white noise of the road as I'm driving. But absolutely yeah. not. If there's some if there's not something playing at all times, wherever I am, I will freak out. I have to have music on at all times. Can't be too loud though. I do get overstimulated because then if I think if the music's too loud, I'm going to get into a wreck and die. Stresses me out. Okay. And when everyone's talking, it's like oh, we're gonna die, we're gonna die, we're gonna die. You're like we're gonna get killed right now. Everyone, shut up. Everyone, shut the fuck up. But you can't do uh, that. Yes. So. Um. But yes, Blu-ray. I do. I do want to see Big Shark. Like the Room is one of the best bad movies ever made. And it's like one of the comments on the trailer for Big Shark well, it was like, wow, it takes serious talent to actually be this bad. So <laughs> the final shot of that fucking trailer of the shark sliding in the street chasing these guys and you see, you could see it's not even real water. It's fucking clear CG water. You could see their legs through it. As they're running through the fucking water 
and a shark is chasing them. It is that's amazing. And I feel like I'm going to and I'm like only like only Tommy Wiseau is the fucking man that can make something this bad and get everybody to want to see it. <laughs> so yeah. What a man. That's like Honestly. I can't remember I can't remember this other director's name, but a YouTuber I watched, Curtis Connor, he's talked about his movies before because they are so awful. And it's stuff like that to where like the effects are terrible. It's just like this guy literally probably filmed this and put it together in the same day and was like perfect. Um, Sometimes shit like that's like you're still doing it, though. You know, you're still making movies. Yeah, like you're you're still getting to do something, but I mean, I really do think that Wiseau, though, the thing that makes him stand out is I genuinely think that he deserves the award for the most interesting and unknown person in the world because nobody knows like, and the dude he nobody knows how old he is. <laughs> nobody knows how old he is or where his money comes from or anything. What the fuck is going on? And the room, I as last time I checked, is still playing. It's still showing midnight shows in LA, like every single night. Like you can go see it at midnight. And apparently some of them actually still fucking sell out. How the fuck I'm sure they do. Like it's just one of those things that it's so intertwined with like it's like pop culture phenomena. So it's like so big like to where we collective it's like how people love shrek now i'm not saying shrek is anything like the room but that's like a collective thing i think for like everyone of a certain age is like yes this is amazing especially shrek too it's like one of those things that we are so like aware of how awful it is but that's just the beauty in it yeah i i know i don't know but (laughs) hey all the best to him and honestly i just find like i'm gonna watch it obviously this is his second feature and i'm gonna miss out on it fuck no i'm not (laughs) about a shark (laughs) exactly that sweeps through the fucking streets of new orleans (laughs) fuck yeah sign me up aaron what's going on buddy uh hope that you're doing well i know that you came in as we were talking about tommy wiseau's brand new freaking movie um brett man this is a pretty good challenge but okay uh Poorly describe your favorite movie. So, Des, how would you poorly describe Scream? Um, I get um two boyfriends plot revenge. On those they think have done them wrong. Uh, Two boyfriends? Yes. Please. Watch the movie again. No, I mean... (laughs) I mean, no, I can see that. I I can see that. That's a pretty solid one. So then what? Mine is is Halloween. Um, Delusional maniac breaks out of jail to he's after Lori. okay is this the time yeah i'm sorry timeline. so i'm t- i'm trying to think i don't fucking know i can't describe this right now i'm trying to think help me out with halloween you you seem um, to, you seem to have that in the bag right there i can't think right now 
escape. Okay, I'm trying to talk. I can't think if you're talking (laughs) every time I try to get a sentence. Okay. Escaped killer returns to his hometown to finish a job he once started. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. That's better than what I could have done. So, I mean, hey, I'll, I'll give it to you. But that's kind of like what... That's kind of like what the... Pl- you know what? We're just going to move on. Brett, man, thank you for that. Thank you for making me think. I do not appreciate it. I had a very long day at work today. So, you know, I'm going to... We're going to make this a, a new challenge. Uh, I'm going to come up with something. I will share it next time. Yeah, that's really all I got. I mean, I know it says the night he came home, but like that. Yeah, that's what he did. <laughs> Escaped killer. Returns home. Escaped killer obsessed with sister comes home. No, well, that, but in the original, he's not the sister. So you can't say that. Okay. Well, it says explain it poorly. So that's poor. But, because... but that's not even the same, the right movie, though. But it all takes place on the same night. Well, so, so for Halloween 2, same escaped killer as before <laughs> is still here and continuing. This is fucking painful. I hope killing. that our audience is drunk as shit listening to this right what now. What now is his sister. Jesus that's the perfect description of part two. Also, sister has bad wig. That is true. Jamie Lee's wig in that movie. She's she is good looking in that movie, but her wig is definitely noticeable. Um, saw a few people here saying that they're excited for Evil Dead Rise, which is only three weeks away. That's absolutely crazy. Um, excited for Evil Dead Rise. The critic reviews are already saying great things. This outdoes uh if this outdoes Evil Dead 2013, I will be impressed. Evil Dead. 2013 was so dope. I agree, actually. Evil Dead 2013 was the shit. Yeah, Evil Dead 2013 is really good. I really like, obviously, all the gore in it. Um, I think that's probably one of its strongest suits. So I hope they uh, amp it up. I mean, I know there's like a lot of blood, especially in 2013, but I want to see some like crazy shit happening. So I'm very excited for that. Heck yeah, me too. I'm I'm ready for it. Um, Denise says Zombieland is the best movie ever. It, it's honestly, I'd say in the top fifty greatest movies ever. Top I think 50. I think Zombieland is. I I'd say that's fair. I'd say for for that movie, I'd say that's pretty fair. Top fifty. Yeah. Zombieland is good. But Mud's comment from earlier. <laughs> Mecca Mecca oh, yeah, brother. <laughs> I don't know. I, it's just what came to my mind as soon as I said that. I was like, Mecca Shark might as well just throw in a Mecca Puss. So why not? That they do like call it by like puss, and I hate that because I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. Y'all know how it sounds. So Black Demon, I actually do want to see. That's up and coming. I think that comes out really shortly, actually. When the hell has Black Demon come out? Have you seen the trailers for this? I didn't even know this was a thing. Yeah, it's been being covered on uh, Boy Disgusting and everything. So it actually comes out April 28th. So, and uh, let's see here. 
Oh my god, this this is literally kind of like uh this looks kind of like a poster for the Meg, I'm not gonna lie. But it's just got um Oh my god, it has a guy from Sweet Home Alabama. Uh, yep, see. <coughs> this is like the the poster Black Demon or the Black Demon. Okay. Comes out uh April 28th. So, nature bites back. I mean, I'll I'll watch it, not not probably um Yo, look at this thing. Look at this thing. This thing is gigantic. I haven't even seen the trailer yet. I've only seen the posters, but I mean, hey, looks uh Looks pretty good. I love when I type in black demon, an actual black demon also pops up. So I mean, obviously, come on. Just okay. Saying. I know what I'm just saying. Like this one movie that's just not like now coming out. Demons that have been around forever. I know. One's gonna show more than the other. But I yeah, that looks like um that looks like something I would watch. I, I love that guy that's from um, In Sweet Home Alabama. I love that movie. And he was in Poseidon, which was also... I like... Did you ever watch Poseidon? Yeah. I love that movie. And I, I love Poseidon. I As saw... I remember, yeah, I remember seeing it in uh, in theaters. I actually saw that in, uh, in theaters um, when I was in elementary school. I was obsessed with that movie. We actually did a double feature that night. We saw Poseidon, and then my dad and I we snuck into the Benchwarmers as well because it was that was in theaters at the at that time as well. Um, awesome. So, yeah, I think that uh, yeah, Poseidon's good. It, it's actually the graphics now are like they don't look any like the tidal wave and stuff looks fucking completely yeah. like dog shit now. In a couple shots, like the distant shot of it doesn't look that great now the the um the cg for the ship and everything i think that looks good still like when the ship is revealed and everything in the beginning i think that that's all good but the wave and everything no not 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 so great <clears throat> um cast was freaking huge too for poseidon yeah because like yeah. whenever i watched it as a kid i didn't recognize i didn't know like almost any of these people so like Kurt Russell, no idea. Emmy Rossum, no idea. I knew Josh Lucas because of Sweet Home Alabama. Oof. Richard Dreyfus, which Jaws, but still Fergie. Of course, I knew Fergie. Heck yeah, you got. I mean, you gotta know Fergie. You gotta know Fergie. <laughs> um. So Blu-ray says favorite genre of music. What do you got, Des? I. Would say I am pretty open to most music genres, but my favorite is definitely rock. Of like almost any variation. I just like rock as a whole, whether it be yeah. classic, new metal, whatever the fuck. I just like rock music. Yeah. But I do like some pop too though. One direction girl at heart. So anything that's like of the twenty ten, like early twenty tens of pop music was a big fan of that stuff. And I still really like Harry Styles. Heck yeah. Yeah. So rock and Harry Styles. Rock and Harry Styles. There we go. 
Um, for me, I think it's I'm definitely an 80s rock kind of guy. I like uh, I mean, Guns N' Roses is like one of my favorite bands ever. ACDC is my favorite band. I fucking love them. Um, I mean, I essentially have a lot of their music playing like in like literally five in the morning. I'm at the gym and I just have them fucking blasting in my ear most of the time. This week, I've been blasting to uh, the Rolling Stones painted black because of a certain remaster that they do for John Wick. Um, but uh, yeah, like I, I think that uh, for the most part, I've got just uh, classic rock. I have a playlist that Spotify apparently created designated special for me. Um, like it's like my workout hype playlist and it's just essentially all ACDC. So yeah, yeah. I, love I also that. love, I love eighties pop too. I definitely love eighties music as a whole. Um, I, she listens to country music. I listen to the occasional country music. Um, cause that's definitely what I grew up on along with pop music and classic rock really. But I've been listening to a lot of Deftones lately. Oh, Lana Del Rey. Big fan of Lana Del Rey. She just released a new album this past Friday. So far, what I've heard, it's been really good. So, some Lana Del Rey. Very good. When you want to be sad. Heck yeah. Yeah. Interesting. I'll have to give that a listen. I'll have to give that a listen and see how it is. We love Deftones. Yes, that Deftones is definitely going to be because like my thing is, is with like music, I will like obsess over like certain songs or certain bands or artists. And that's all I will listen to. I did it last year with Ghost. I discovered Ghost. I listened to them so much. They can't they were my number one for everything on Spotify. I was in the freaking top point five percent of listeners. And I found them at the end of last year. So I'll sit there and listen and like repeat. And that's what I'm doing with Deptone. So they are definitely going to put, uh, be in my Spotify wrapped. I'm excited. Heck yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm seeing a lot about the Deftones. I don't, I don't listen to them all that much. So, well, you should, I will, I will try. I, I will add it to my list um i did see someone says that you listen to country i i do like country um like i mostly do a lot of country during the summer like when i'm grilling out and everything like i've got like country music playing it just always fits the vibe like when it does unfortunately it's like damn you're barbecuing exactly i I literally i love nothing beats standing by a grill with my spatula in one hand a beer in the other I'm sitting there. I got my sunglasses on. I got my swim trunks on and I'm just like literally flipping burgers and everything. I'm like, it just feels right. Something about having that on in the background is just like, heck yeah. Like, don't get me wrong. Love. I love my rock music and everything, but just I'm in that setting. I'm like, I feel like if I had that on, it would just be wrong. It would just be like the wrong setting, you know? Now, maybe, maybe not, maybe not, but I normally have the country music playlist rocking behind me. So yeah, country is definitely I uh, associate that with summertime and just being mm-hmm. outside. I don't want to be sitting inside listening to country music. It needs to be outside, and I don't want any of this new shit though. I don't want any of the new country. I want from like I would say twenty fifteen and down. 
Okay. Old country. I'll listen to some old country. The country station here, like the old country, is ninety-seven point one. Usually, though, when I when I get in a car and they hit that ninety-seven point one, I'm like, damn it, because I don't know a lot of it, but I'll listen to some of it. But you know. Yeah. Johnny Cash. Yeah, Johnny Cash is good. Yeah. Yeah, country pop, which like some sure. But as like a lot of the new stuff, like I'm just like, I don't know what the fuck is playing because I just I don't see. <laughs> that is funny. Yeah, yeah. That um, that's Alan Jackson right there. Yes. The hoochie coochie. Way down yonder. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> what a crazy song. What does that even mean? Dude, you know what? Hey, leave Alan Jackson alone, okay? Because Alan Jackson... I will say, Alan Jackson does have a really good Christmas album, though, too. He, I'd say that one of uh, his Christmas Christmas albums are, are really damn good. Um, so uh, he has one song that my dad just has on fucking repeat every year at the fucking house, like on Christmas Eve while he's cooking, and it's called Let It Be Christmas. Literally all day. It's just on repeat all day. My mom came out this year. She was like, change the song. <laughs> That's funny. Um, there, uh, Zoe Deschanel. By Denise. Zoe Deschanel has a really good Christmas album. But it's like her and the guy, they have like a band. It's called like She and Him or Her and Him, something like that. They have a Christmas album. And that is one of my favorite like Christmas Justin Bieber's Christmas album, Mistletoe. I bought that CD. I was so excited. So fucking good. He had a really good Christmas album. I will say, not a huge Justin Bieber fan, but I will say that, yeah, that album is pretty solid. I used to be. Around probably like 2013. Mm -hmm. It was... I think it was right before I got into One Direction because I was like starting to get Justin Bieber and then One Direction came. I said, out of here with that. This is my life. The Judds, Patsy Klein. Yeah. Yeah. Patsy Klein. Yeah. She has some good music. I think she just passed away recently. No, wait. I'm thinking of Loretta Lynn. I don't know about Patsy Klein if she's still alive. Well, let's Loretta Lynn had some good music too, though. Patsy Klein. Uh, she is still alive. Woo. So, oh wait, nope, nope. She wait, hold on. Wait. Wait, are we thinking about the Patsy Klein died in fucking nineteen sixty three? I meant to, I was thinking of Loretta Lynn. I said that. And then you said she's alive. I said, go Whoa. Patsy. Sorry, I thought that it said born March 5th, 1963. I was like, yeah, she's alive. Like, is that, it says died March 5th, 1963. So that was just my, that was just my contacts glitching in my fucking eyes. So yeah, she, she was born September 8th, 1932, died March 5th, 1963. So. Oh, wow. She was young, huh? Oh, yeah. I fall to pieces. That's classic. She's got you. Crazy. Yeah. Damn. That's sad. 
Had a lot of music though. What a career. Yeah. Mama tried. Yes, that yes. Mama tried. That's a good song. In the strangers. That's a movie I want to watch. The strangers, the first one. Yeah, thank God. Please. First one's good. I love the first one. Um, but as we kind of close out here, guys, we've been streaming for an hour and twelve minutes. Uh. You guys have any uh, any more questions that you want to ask us before we uh, bring this thing to a close for the night? Uh, if you guys do have any more questions, feel free to ask uh, as we talk about what we have coming up. So, Des, you go first, as always. What do you have coming up here uh, within this next week? I believe Back from the Dead is a Sunday. Um, so that is a Sunday. <laughs> and then Fear Freaks next week. That's it. Heck yeah. Easy week. I'm not afraid of the second one. I jumped one time. You jumped twice. <laughs> okay, twice. You the second twice. one was second one was even worse. And I was distracted. Yeah. So it was pretty funny though. So uh, um if you look at the video, I was clearly looking down at something and, and then it, I had my headphones on so I can hear it. And then in my ear it got loud and I was just like all I hear are excuses. You were talking a lot of shit. And you got scared. Oh, yes. Next Thursday. Oh, yeah. I, it's literally about to be. Yeah. Okay. So, Sunday, Back from the Dead. Wednesday, Fear Freaks. And next Thursday, Friday 13th, Part 2, Watch Along with Mia and Brayden. So, it's going to be all five of us watching Friday 13th, Part 2. I'm super excited for that, man. I love Friday the 13th Part 2. It's my favorite one in the entire franchise. So It's not even my favorite. So I think my issue is like I will always watch my favorites whenever I do these. And then I get so tired of watching my favorites because I've seen them too many times. So I did Part 2 because it's one of my favorites. And I haven't seen it in a really long time. So I'm excited to give it a rewatch because I do like it. It's like third or fourth in my franchise ranking yeah i mean i i freaking love friday part two so definitely excited for that uh trying to get my evil dead review out this week and then early next week i, w I would like to do a stream um talking about I i'm starting a new segment that'll happen every single month uh, it'll be everything that i watched in march and i'll continue that into you know at the end of next month i'll do everything i watched in april etc etc so that'll be a live stream that'll be part of the bat live segment um and then in the coming weeks got a brand new podcast that will premiere here on this channel they will not be live streams um i will be in the chat as it is premiering live but it's called action it's a filmmaking podcast uh, i'm hoping to get you know um other independent film creators onto the show so that way you know, you guys can hear from them and their journeys and kind of get a glimpse at all the different independent films that are coming out in the independent film community. Um, there's some really great ones. There's some great guys that you guys should definitely be supporting. And I'd like to shed some light onto that. So um, it's going to be, again, a, a pre-recorded um, show that will premiere live here. Um, 
And then it will have a Spotify and Apple Podcasts uh, link and everything like that. And I'll, I'll announce that as we get closer. But I'm very, very excited for that. So be on the lookout for that in the coming weeks. But um, yeah, I don't see any more uh, questions from the chat. You guys can uh, look forward to all of those great shows up and coming in, in the near future. Um, obviously, we have Fear Freaks coming up next week, also, and the Spider Man podcast coming back on uh, Monday night as well. So, be on the lookout for all of this, uh, all of these great shows up and coming. And post comments down below. Let us know what do you guys think, uh, and what are you guys the most excited about in April? Really, are there movies that are coming up that you guys are looking forward to, etc., uh, etc.? Et um, whatever your thoughts are, leave them in the comment section. We'd absolutely love to read them. And as always, if you guys like this, don't forget to join this channel on its journey to 15,000 subscribers. And we will see you guys next week on Fear Freaks. Cheers, everybody. <laughs>